Ladies and gentlemen, back again, your host of Pie to Pie, Alex Coons, sitting here at Hot Tongue Pizza, reminiscing about my last guest, Ryan from Sanctuary Pizza. Man, Ryan has been one of those people that I followed on Instagram for a long time. We talked back and forth, and it was such a pleasure to have him on the pod when he was in town visiting his sister. We talked about his journey uh, into his catering operation, how he got started, and obviously where he's going. I asked about his his younger self. What would he do different? What, what would be the advice that he would give to big dog Ryan today? We talk about where Ryan's life went wrong, and that's when he put down the saxophone. If he had only kept playing sax, he could have had Kenny G number two. You know what I'm saying? We talk a little bit about the expo. Uh, Ryan's competing this year, as of myself. I love competing. I love the camaraderie. I think it's the same thing for Ryan. You know, I've, I've seen Ryan out there many times and I didn't even introduce myself. And this is a shout out. If you're going to Pizza Expo, do not be afraid to just go up and say, hey man, I'm so-and-so, what's up? Uh, I wish that I would have done that earlier on in my career. I wish I would have done it last year when I saw Ryan blacked out at the uh, Mike's Hot Honey Party. Apparently everyone was blacked out. And for some reason, uh, if you know me, I may indulge in a cocktail or two. I wasn't drinking that night, bizarrely enough. We talk about delegation, which is a very, very important thing in the restaurant industry. Knowing where to be and put your time is a main main issue and a main focus that you should be worrying about when you are growing your business and we touch on that and of course we talk about his social media presence ryan's TikTok is very impressive we talk about a video that is so hypnotizing matt himself went and watched it 15 times there was something about the pizza catches fire and then it comes out of the oven and it's like is he filming this i don't know it's if you haven't seen it go to ryan's page it needs more views because i think it has like three billion we talked about a community church that is very active in teaching agriculture and where he stores his wood he's very active in that and you know that goes back to being part of your community which is super important too it was all in all a great conversation ryan is an incredible man we have maybe an hour conversation off camera, which I wish would have been recorded because so many beautiful things were talked about. I hope you enjoy this conversation. As always, it was a beautiful one. Let's dance because David Bowie is one of the greatest of all times. Also, shout out MF Doom right up there in the corner. Rest in peace, my boy. David Bowie right there. Rest in peace. Sanctuary Pizza. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> no man, it was his first time, and you know it was it was a crazy drive because we had to, like go up through the mountains. There was like this little tiny dirt road. We had to go. I don't even know if my my truck was able to make it at first. I'm like, fuck, dude, this is gonna be kind of crazy. But yeah, fuck, we'll make it work. Well, you have been doing this for what 12, 13 years now. L- you, you, like eleven now. Yeah, eleven or twelve. Yeah, because you worked you worked uh, for somebody else for ten years. Yeah, so um, I worked for, uh, at the time it was called Traveling Pizza, um, for like seven years. I worked at his restaurant, that's where I learned how to make wood fire pizza. And that's in Turlock, right? Yeah, right? Turlock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this fucking weird name, right? It's pretty <laughs> sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colin Kaepernick's from Turlock, so there you go. Let's represent, <laughs> dude. Shout out Kaepernick. Big Cap number seven. Um, yeah, so he, I, it's where I, I started at his restaurant. And he was doing catering on the side, and eventually I started doing catering with him. 
And I was like, oh, shit, this is fucking a dope fucking gig to do. Like, you go to fucking all over California, just make pizza for people, and no one's ever fucking pissed off at you. Like, fuck. It's a cool business. Yeah. So that's how I got hooked. Yeah, and then so pandemic happened and he left, right? Yeah, he went to Nashville. And then you were like, yo, I'm going to take this business model and run with it? Or was that you know, what, what, I, was you know, the, what was the... I kind of wasn't thing? even sure if I was going to keep on doing pizza, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Like, I was like, I was just like, fuck, like, what am I going to do with my life? You know, I'm like mid-30s. I was like, like, am I going to still be making pizza? And at the time, I was teaching yoga and I was a powerlifting coach, too, as well. So I'm like, like fuck. What am I gonna do? And I just started doing pop-ups out of my backyard during the pandemic and they'd start taking off. Yeah. With like one uni oven, like making a hundred something pizzas that took me like eight, nine hours to do. (laughs) Yeah. I I hated my fucking life. How how did the undercarriage look on that? (laughs) White. (laughs) You know, I learned some things. Yeah. But fuck. You know, but you know, it's um it eventually turned into like one you turn into two and then two turn into four and then i have like six and then i got like all these fucking unis in my garage that i don't use and now it's like you know i made enough money doing that um to buy that wood fire oven that i got from uh jason winters oh shit you bought that from jason yep oh man that's tight and i was hand mixing for like almost two years um until i bought the mixer from jason as well too Oh my! How how much of a game changer was that? I mean, you you're fucking lats. I was, must have I was been like, like my like just couldn't even fit into a I, door. I had to cut my sleeves off, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "What? You just mixing in bus tubs? Yeah, big old like Cambros, huge white big, you know, those big Cambros. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, we we feed a sourdough starter that yeah. like I'm like um that's enough for me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. my my back starts pinching up. But I had like, a fucking Popeye arms. Yeah. I was like, just walking, walking around like this. Well, uh, shout out Jason for yeah. for the sale. Yeah, for a life changing event there. It did. It changed my life. The like the first unis. Like I like to go back on Instagrams yeah. to look back at like people's first posts and like Word. your the the unis that you had. Like were you fucking decked those out yourself. Yeah, were you, like customizing that yeah. shit. Was that tape? That you were no, using? we fucking spray spray paint. You those were those look sick. Yeah, I still you, got some. You still have some of them? Yeah, yeah, I have all of them still. I have one that I never used. Yeah, and it's been into a couple art shows. Yeah, and then I have another one that's been like been working. Like, got my friends been working on it forever, um, and it's gonna. And I once I get it back from, I'm probably never gonna use it again. It's just like an art piece. Yeah, that's it. They're super dope. Yeah, they came up pretty clean. I mean, clean. They, those look like the coolest unis I've ever seen. Yeah, that's just, so I would show up to like all my catering events with those like, you know, spray painted unis, and eventually that, you know, all that shit kind of like fades off or breaks off because it's you know, yeah, it gets hot as fuck. But <clears throat> it looked cool. You know, it reminded me like of like low rider cars, like you know, like like that patina look and just like old paint. Yeah, it's like it's, it's kind of was going for, it. and um, even my trailers, all my trailers are spray painted. Even my oven's spray painted. Yeah. Which is sick too. Yeah. Who, d- who did all the art? Oh, my friend. My really? friend is named Joel. Um, he's a local graffiti artist or like mural mural artist in Central Valley. He does a lot of murals. And, yeah. You know, so I met him through the pandemic. I just hit him up one day. I saw some of his work. I'm like, hey, have you ever spray painted a, a pizza oven? He's all, he's all, I've only done walls. I'm like, cool. Come to my house. I got, I got an opportunity for you. Did he do it for free? Uh, I paid free, him. Free pizza? I paid him. Yeah. I paid him, I paid him like, like 500 bucks or something. So 
pretty good deal. Yeah. Yeah. So because yeah. it kind of like makes, it sets you apart, you know? Yeah. Part, and you know, it's like, it's like I wanted to support local people in my community. It's like, Hey man, I got some money coming in. Like, you know, be paid to do this, you know? Yeah. Um, and now he just does shit for me, but he won't even take my money. That's tight. Yeah. And that's, I, and I get free pizza all the time. He, he, and he still wants to pay. And like, so it's, you know, we have a good relationship. Well, now. Sounds like a solid friend. Yeah. Everyone who I know comes in here and wants fucking free pizza. I'm I just know. joking. They they yeah. always try to pay. Hey, I get it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, grew out of the unis. And yeah. how how did did you meet Jason? How'd you meet Jason? How'd that sale happen? You know what? So I, I during the pandemic, I always wanted to do this like concept of like like riding, riding around like an old like you remember those old Cheech and Chong vans? Like, yeah. Like, like the lowrider. Like yeah. I wanted one of those vans, and like I wanted to roll up and just pull out unis and start making pizza. And like deliver it to people's houses. I thought that would have been a cool idea. <clears throat> I didn't know how the fuck to do that or how to fucking execute that, but I thought that would have been cool. You know, fast forward, I see Speak Cheesy Man in Long Beach doing it, you know, in their own way. And I was like, damn, that's fucking what I wanted to do, something like that. And then I started following him. And then uh, I went down, you know, I, was, I used to live here in SoCal for like 13 years. I lived in Long Beach, the Valley, Orange County. Um, so I came down to visit, so I went to go check out one of their pop-ups and then, um, <clears throat> you know, met, met the crew, met Jason and, uh, you know, started following him, you know, just ch chatting back and forth. And Jason out of nowhere, just posted that he selling one of his wood fire ovens. And I'm like, you know, and I, and it's, you know, it's a good oven. I know what that oven is. That's the oven I've always wanted. I'm like, man, like. It, this is the time for me to buy the wood fire oven because I was in the, I was in the market for looking for one because yeah. catering season was going to come up and I wanted to do the bigger jobs, and um, you know, and I just hit him up like how much? He's oh you know I'm asking like you know I think at the time I was asking like fifteen, um, but he gave it to me for way cheaper than that. And then uh, I went down there, <clears throat> pulled every last dollar I had in my bank account. Like I was like almost negative. I had like a couple bucks left in my bank account. Bought it. Drove it back home, and you know it was like the worst time to buy it because it was like fall, so like wedding, wedding, wedding season was over. Kind of like I didn't have that much work, and then plus I didn't have enough money to 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 get that thing up and going, get like all the wood I need and all the repairs I needed to do on it. When do you decide to jump off that cliff? And like, how hard was it? Were you scared? What's the anxiety level like? Because that's a fucking that, crazy thing to do. Yeah, you know, like. So before that, um, like, you know, if we, if we go backwards in time uh, during the pandemic, um, I went to uh, I went to Mexico for a few like a few weeks with one of my best friends. And <clears throat> and I remember we were at a uh, pizza restaurant in Mexico City. It was really good. It was actually one of Falco's spots that he, he consulted. Um, and I was talking to my friend. My friend's like, like, so what are you waiting for? He's like, oh, so like, just do pizza you're good at it go all in like like what are you what are you, what are you like complaining or thinking about it thinking twice just do it and after that i was like okay yeah you're right i just go all in after this so after that <clears throat> every decision i made was like fuck it we're going all in like I've, I've lost everything in my life before like this is fucking pizza i don't give a fuck this ain't shit yeah so I just, just said, fuck it. I'm like, oh, was I nervous to buy that? And the clear making, I was like, yeah. But, you know, I had good friends that had businesses. And, you know, if I needed to borrow money just to, to get by for the next few months, they got me, you know. Yeah. You know, because I've got them in the past. They'll get me now. So yeah, I wasn't worried about that part. 
there was kind of a blanket there, but I think, I mean, yeah. I mean you were confident you could do it. It's, yeah. it's interesting that it's like, maybe like you, sometimes you just have to hear it from somebody else. Yeah. Like just, yeah. And then, you know, you're eating pizza in Mexico city and it all clicks. It all clicks yeah. during the pandemic, during COVID. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. But then, you know, like your, your labor, your like fruits of labor and like you making that decision, like fucking first job, like that's yeah. unheard of. So like have it all paid off. Just like it's that. like, it's almost like, like it was in the fucking written in the fucking books, you know? Like, yeah. That's what you gotta do. I mean, like going from an uni to like a wood fired, what kind of oven is it? Like a Fierro foreign? No, or? it's a uh, Mugaini Barbarani. Okay. Like, you know, that's a big difference. Yeah. Like, uni is, is a small little beast that yeah. can, that can pack a punch, but wood fire oven is, that's a big dog trailer. Big dog trailer. Yeah. yeah. I, well, the, I used to work off of Forno Bravos. Okay. So then that's right. Cause you had the prior experience. experience. Yeah. So but how long had it been since you were on cooking out, out an oven like that? Like two years, three years. Did you have to adjust your dough from the uni yeah. or like any of that? You yeah. Knew what I, to just, do? yeah I, was tw- I was actually tweaking my recipes for like almost a whole year. To figure out what I, you know, what I do now, like okay, and I still am always working on, like you know, getting better and getting the dough down to where I want it to. But um, <clears throat> you know, now like I have a set recipe that I work with, and it's consistent now. And you know, the beginning it was kind of rough, and like I've had some shitty ass dough. And, yeah. Like, you know, we're traveling all over the place, so we're like we're driving two three hours to get to an event sometimes. So, um, <clears throat> you know, once you pull that dough out of the fridge and it starts to, you know, come up to tap, you know, like sometimes it's, you know, you get to the room, like, oh shit, this is like soup. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like that would be like the hardest thing having a catering situation is yeah. one refrigeration and yeah. two, like knowing when to pull that dough out, like make sure it's proofed for the event to yeah. a certain point. point and yeah. then like uh, just getting it to room and having it stay at like the appropriate it's Ten. fucking so hard. It's really hard. I mean, like, it's already a, like pizza dough is already kind of a dance. Yeah, it you is. know, because uh, it's even like whether you're using, are you using, is it yeast sourdough? I do like a, I do a Polish. Polish. Yeah. Polish so. Well, like, there's just so many variables yeah. so that it's like you got to kind of know what to do when shit hits the fan. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you do yeast Polish. Um, you know, during, depending on the time of the year, like, I know when to pull the dough out of the fridge and get in the, in the truck. Um, I think this year we're trying to see if we get like a catering van and throw like a refrigeration unit in it. Yeah. Like for the summer, summer catering events. So we can like double book events and bring our dough. So we don't have to keep on going back to the kitchen and grabbing stuff. So when you go, when you travel for like three hours outside of where you're from, is all your dough just in coolers? It's actually like, I have it in the truck and I turn the AC on super full blast, like right before we load it up. So the truck's like super, super cold. Uh, and then I'll put like little pieces of um, like little like frozen ice blocks, like the little, little plastic ones you get like, yeah. at any store. We just kind of like stack them in there and try to keep the dough cool that way as well. Okay. But so, you're finding it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still doing yoga? Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done yoga in a while. It's been so busy with like the business and it's like been kicking my ass. Um, but yeah, I've taught yoga for like six years. I mean, it's a good way to probably yeah, I chill out. Back. Yeah, I, I need to get back into it for sure. Cause I mean, catering or pizza or running a restaurant is like pretty stressful. Yeah, so there's yeah. gotta be like ways to, yeah. to find that Zen. I'm gonna be like Britney Spears fucking bald head fucking with the fucking axe. Like da- just dancing around <laughs> with knives and shit. <laughs> Shout out Britney Spears yeah. though. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yep, exactly. Uh, but I mean, what, what do you, what do you do to blow off some steam? 
Oh man. Um, lately it's just been, uh, I mean, lately I've just been trying to catch up on sleep because it's like my slow time of the year. So, yeah. uh, but you know, blowing off steam, I, I like just to go off for drives and I go out nice. to, like, to like Monterey's like my kind of like escape. I like to hang out at coffee shops and just kind of just like people watch and drink coffee. That sounds very relaxing. <clears throat> yeah. I just sit there just like where no one knows me though. Like I go, <laughs> like I can't go, if it's in my hometown, like everybody wants to talk to me. So it like kind of ruins the experience. So like I have yeah. to like, go outside of town and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, no one knows me. I can just chill. Like is what is the, so what's the down season for catering? I would say like um, January to February. But even then, like we we're, we can be as busy as we want. Like we get a lot of uh, like Christmas parties inquiries for this month from last year because like restaurant industry, they're not going to have their Christmas party during their busiest season, so they're going to have it in January. So, yeah. Uh, but like we, we're still able to work. I can still do pop ups at breweries. Like I get hit up all the time for events. Um, do you do pop ups anymore? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, like, yeah, yeah. We're starting to we're starting to pick that back up. Um, <clears throat> those kind of get crazy. Those kind of get crazy. We did a pop like our first pop up in like summer at my friend's barbecue restaurant, and we had like a line of like almost two hundred people. Damn, that's tight. Yeah, we were, we're selling Detroit square slices, and we're cooking them out of a convection oven. You have a convection oven on site? No, at the restaurant. Oh, okay. so I'll do like restaurant takeovers. Like I'll see like yeah, they have yeah. a convection oven. I'm like, hey, we could do Detroit all of these. Well, I've, I swear I've seen you do squares out of your oven. Yeah, I do squares out yeah. of my wood fire oven too. I mean, you. I, it was interesting. I just had a conversation with somebody about that. They were asking me like what I do with my squares. Yeah. And I told them and they're like, well, I don't know if that like is going to work. And I was like, well, I've never done squares out of a wood fired oven. So yeah. you got some advice. Yeah. I mean, it's all about temperature, right? So like if we're, if you're, if you're breaking your squares in an electric or gas oven at 650, 500, then you got to keep your temperature of your wood fire oven around that range as well. Okay. So you're there's no like, all right, we can blast this off at 800 degrees. No, no. You're there's no dude. cheat code for that. <laughs> <laughs> that square's getting fucked. Yeah, that square's gonna get fucking toasted. Do you do you when you do squares? Do you par bake them? Yeah, okay. always a par bake. Yeah, there's no you can't do it. Like there's no way. There's no way. What what's what, taming that beast and like getting the temperature that you want? Can yeah. you, can you eye it out now to the point where it's like I know how much wood to put in right now. I know how to like get get it to burn at yeah. a certain point. I can eye it out right now, and but also I have like my little my gun, so I'll gun. eye it out. My eye was where at, and they're going, all right, that, that's where I thought we we're at. So just throw a little piece of wood in there and get it going. Um, but that takes years. Yeah, no shit. That takes years to like figure that out. I, yeah, I can put my like if you sometimes you can see my videos where like I'll put my whole arm in that fucking yeah. oven and grab shit, and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "That isn't burning." I'm like, no, "You probably can't feel anything in these." No, days. Yeah. Like, like my hands, I got burnt. My fingers all burned. Yeah, you know? I know. It's like they ever try to take your fingerprints. You be like, the, "Bitch, they like, ain't there." This? <laughs> this dude's got no fingerprints. Yeah, because yeah, like a lot of my guys were like, "Like, how, how the fuck you put your whole arm in that?" I'm like, I don't know. It's like I see it. Like, it's like a sense of urgency. Like that shit's gonna break. I yeah, got it. Boom. I know. Like, 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 how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. Just do it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I have no feelings. <laughs> I, I feel nothing. I feel nothing. My heart's black. Yeah. <laughs> so it happens in the pizza industry. Yeah, exactly. Fuck people. Uh, <laughs> so if it, running like your, your own catering business and like getting it off the ground, how, how has it been like getting the word of mouth out there? How have like, obviously like we, we can talk about social yeah. media a little bit, but, um, 
really getting like a main clientele and continuing to get business in because yeah. with, with a brick and mortar, obviously people can find you yeah. on Yelp and they can just come visit you. Yeah. But this is much different, you know? Yeah. It's a different beast. Uh, I'd, I'd say, uh, in my situation, it was a little different cause a lot of people in my community already knew I made pizza. Okay. <clears throat> and since I was already doing pop-ups, they're asked, I was already going to ask, are you start catering again? I'm like, yeah, we'll start catering again. So there was already some people that already knew I did, I catered. Um, and obviously social media kind of helped with that as well too. But once you start doing parties, like, and there's, there's like, I have a lot of repeat customers where I've like done their weddings or their birthday parties or their business parties. So like, once they already know that I'm back into the game, they're like, oh shit, like, you know, he's doing pizza again, but actually, but the pizza's different now. Like he's doing something that's not what he used to do. Yeah, because I'm doing what I want to do versus somebody else's pizza. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, word of mouth is just like, this, it takes off. You know, building relationships with venues is like really big too and party planners. Like, yeah. Those are like the biggest ones. Um, especially after that big party I did, that first big party I ever did, like, you know, I'm, I got to meet some cool party planners, venue pl event planners. And so right off the bat, like when they think someone needs pizza, they're like, oh, we got to call Ryan for Sanctuary. That's the dude. He's got the best shit. He's got the best shit. Yeah. You know, so <clears throat> that helps. Um, I'm on um, Auto Camp Yosemite. It's like that glamping hotels, like Airstreamers and stuff. Okay. We, we've, uh, I've been making pizzas there since the first open. They're still building out a lot of the locations. So, but I was doing it with the other company. So I, I had the opportunity to make pizzas before them with my company, with the Unis. And that was a, <clears throat> you know, both that relationship. Now I'm on their website for his preferred vendor. So I, now I'm like every event I do there's for pizzas me. Yeah. Like they call me. That's so, tight. So I do like, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15, 20 events a year from there. How many events do you think you do a year? I think last year we did it close to almost a hundred. Okay. Almost a hundred. Yeah. Like when you're putting together these, these events, there's probably a lot of times where, um, Maybe a job doesn't become a job. Yeah. You have to, you, you get to a certain point and maybe says, somebody goes with somebody else or like uh, it's too much or they decide to go with a different vendor. How much time do you spend, do you think, like emailing back and forth or being like, do you do all that yourself too? No, I actually, I, I, had, a, I had a hire out for that because I, I signed up for this like booking platform called HoneyBook. Literally changed my life. You do all your contracts there. You can adjust your contracts, change stuff. So I hired, um, actually I hired my cousin to do all my, I call him my catering manager. He does all like my booking. Yeah. He, that guy literally just turned my honey book into like everything. Like he had templates for everything. Like it was, he, you know, I'm not great at that stuff. Yeah. Nor that I want to be great at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's great at that. So fine, he can do this. So I pay him to do that. And he does all the catering events with me. And, you know, he's really, really good. Like, he, he has a lot of skills that, you know, that, that he's great at that. Like, I just choose not to be great at. Yeah. Play your strengths. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, that keeps me organized for sure. So is all your booking through HoneyBook? Uh, yeah. So that's another thing. Like, we do a minimal amount of catering at yeah. Hot Tongue. And when we do, it's, like, so unorganized. Yeah. And, like, so it's, like, do you have, like, it sounds like there's, like, a specific template for each situation. Yes. And, like. So like, you know, there's going to be a deposit, you know, like no. this is the, that person signs away their life. Yeah. Like you're getting to get your, your money yeah, yeah. and your soul. <laughs> uh, and so that's all taken care of like upfront. 
Easy, yeah. Fixed so menu. Do you have like, is it, do you do, you, do you do per head? We charge per head. Okay. Uh, we do gratuity. We charge a service fee, uh, which is like, includes travel, setup, service fee, and stuff like that. Could you share like what you usually charge per head? Yeah. Uh, right now, this year, we changed our pricing and we have three different packages. I think we start at $21 per person. Then we have a $23 per person, like 20 21 and then $23 per person package. I could be wrong, but I think that's it's around that. Yeah. And then, the, and then there's travel fees. Yeah. Depending where it's at. <clears throat> um, we don't charge by mile. Uh, and, and I actually had a client talk to me about this last couple of days ago and they're asking, like, do we charge by mile? Like, well, it's like, you know, we charge by like time it takes to get there. Um, uh, just because it says on Google maps, it takes three hours. Like I'm hauling a, a 4,000 pound oven on a big truck that has like eight miles per gallon truck. Yeah. Like it's drinks gas, like it's fucking going out of style. Yeah. Um, and some of these places we're going up, we're going up in the mountains, like, like by Yosemite. So I'm like, the terrain is insane. Like we're driving like, you know, so it might take even longer for us to get through there, you know, so, and we're, we're going through way more fuel than we need. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've gone, I've gone out to almost like to the border of Nevada out in the middle of nowhere and had to go through like this dirt road to get to this location for this wedding out in the middle of nowhere. There's no service. It was actually a pretty cool place, but it was in bumfuck Egypt. Yeah. But fuck Egypt. It actually took us like an extra hour to get there. Yeah, and and I and I didn't charge enough for travel. So yeah. like so it's like now it's eating at the food costs, labor costs. I still gotta bring people with me. Um, you know, so it's like shit, like I gotta like I gotta like after the pandemic, pricing, food costs. Yeah. Like I imagine like your guys' food costs has gone up every year. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like how do you make money, you know? You charge astronomical prices. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie, like yeah. you know, it, it's so Crazy too. People complain about price, 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 and it's like, well, you get what you pay for. Yeah, you, know, you don't see me driving a Benz or a Mercedes. Like, I drive a Honda Fit. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, like I'm over here struggling. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't rich. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard. So, um, but yeah, we we charge depending on like where locations at because we're in the central like of California, like in the middle between San Francisco and Yosemite. Yeah. So I can either go towards the mountains or towards the Bay Area, which is also mountainous. We do a lot of stuff in Santa Cruz area. So, yeah. so it's pretty know. good spot to be. Yeah, pretty good spot to be for, for catering. catering. Yeah. And then we have all like, you know, we have the biggest wineries, uh, the biggest winery, uh, Gallo wineries in the Central Valley. We also have Stanislaus Tomatoes, which yeah. is I drive by that place every fucking day. I was about to say, have you done the tour there? Yeah, I've done. The, I actually do a lot of stuff in their uh, test kitchen. So nice. Uh, I think I've, I've seen that on yeah, some Yeah, I've taught, uh, last year I did a, um, like, content shoot for them. So, like, they were doing, like, all these types of pizzas for their website. So, I was the guy that they hired for that. Um, <clears throat> just a couple weeks ago, I was there doing, like, one for Cordo, doing all these different recipes for them. And they're just doing a bunch of video and, yeah. and, and pictures with that as well, too. So, I'm, like, their, I guess you say I'm, like, their go-to guy that's their local guy trusted influencer yes yeah. yes so and i've also done tom quarter posse son's wedding oh um, you did the wedding yeah, did that's wedding. tight dude yeah, it's our wedding rehearsal big big names being dropped tom quarter posse <laughs> <laughs> and life gets better when you start using quarto that's what i just yeah, says dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying this is You're in every one of his beginnings of every podcast. My friend Ryan yeah, yeah. from Sanctuary Pizza started <laughs> using Corto too. Yeah. And now he's a billionaire. 
Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, man. that's tight. The, uh, do you, is it, was it hard telling Tom Cordoposi that you use, uh, Dinap uh, Bianco Dinapoli? You know, I showed up with the, <laughs> uh, I showed up with the black Dinapoli hat, you know, I was like, <laughs> like best tomatoes ever, uh, my dog. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I've used Dinapoli before. They're great. Do um, you, you use Stanislaus though? Yeah. You know, it's, it's so easy to get like, what sucks about being in the Central Valley, like we don't get access to certain ingredients like if i want to get the napoli organic i can't get it like it's coming out here or it's like the bigger seeds have access to it yeah there's, there's like not enough crazy not, allocations for yeah there's like there's not enough people buying it right yeah. so they're not gonna like hey we're gonna just have it stock over here so but you know style sauce is great um you know i use like a lot of different their products like i like their alta cucinas yeah under, mom it's consistent delicious yeah works every time yeah so i like the super dolce 7-eleven yep so the, I just use that. Yeah, I uh, great company too. Yeah, I don't I don't know how they had like they they their marketing team. I'm like getting a letter. They have like they send a postcard, postcard. every week. Like yeah. I know what's going on with Tom's those, those grandkids. You, you know, send you <laughs> they're sending me <laughs> ornaments. It's like yo, what's good? Yeah, dude? it's like yeah, Christmas a little Christmas yeah. ornament. You're like, you know, little sign notes. Yeah. It's nice. It's that I think that especially. Those little things are like yeah. what matters to like, you know, a yeah. small independent too. too and, 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 and I put it in a different perspective, like being from that area, like a lot of my friends, families, their parents work, been working there for 34 years. Like my half sister's mom worked there for 45 years. So even when I show up, like I'll see people that I, I that I grew up with, like, hey, like everybody's saying what's up. Like, it's like I'm almost like a local celebrity there because like I know everybody that works there. What's what up? up? What up? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like so it's like it's a very tight knit community because it's like you know being Latino in the Central Valley, like uh, you know everybody that works here is pretty much either from like you know Central America or Mexico. So um, you know they're the ones who are the heart of the operation that keeps that thing running. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Well, have you have you ever read the Dino's book, Dino Cordoposi, Getting yeah. Ahead? Yeah, that's a great book, dude. Yeah. That's a crazy fucking story. Yeah, um, yeah, I got two of those books. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you got a signed copy, probably. Yeah, well, you rest know, in peace, Dino. Yeah, yeah, I met Dino a few times, but yeah, yeah, rest in peace, R.I.P. Dino. Yeah, what's like been the biggest thing that's changed in your pizza uh, in like the last four years, like ingredients wise, process wise? Um, you know, I'm really more dough focused, so like I, I've noticed like my dough's got so much better it's more consistent um i'm using now i have access to like good flour before i was like i was running to like u.s foods chef store and what flour are you using now <clears throat> uh, i'm using central milling um red rose electrical light and then uh, i got a you know a batch of caputo super new i've been playing around with that as well are you doing a are you doing a blend or i've been blending yeah out. i've been blending out so two flowers that are those are not cheap flowers they're not well the electrolytes like in I think it's like 23 25 bucks that's central milling and uh well the the, the super super duper is fucking expensive yeah, it was like, it's like, a, <laughs> like 60 bucks yeah, a bag yeah it's like yeah good shit though it's good i like yeah. it i've been i've been playing with that one and i've been enjoying it for sure i feel like that's like the pizza maker's journey you know yeah. like you 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 find a like a dough recipe that you like and then yeah. you kind of like it takes you maybe a couple years to go back to it because yeah. it's like the hardest fucking thing yeah and then you get obsessed with it. 
yeah, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with like fermentation and pre-ferments right now. Yeah. Like, like how can I push this even further? And what, what temperature do you bake at? <clears throat> um, for my pizzas, I'm like at 750, my round pies. Like, I don't like, a, like I like a little bit more crispier, longer bake. So mm -hmm. I'm like, like a three, four minute break on those. When you, when you do squares, can you only do squares during that time? Because obviously you can't be doing like a 550 square or, or do you just do a different kind of pizza at the same time? We do like, so that's, that's why I like, so if it's like 750, like there's like a, like the oven's like, there's, has different heats, right? So like towards the back front, that'll be perfect for pans. So yeah. I might be able to fit like three Detroits and then like four or five round pies at the same time. Okay, yeah, because I've seen you cook, and I see that there is pans like in the front of the yeah. oven. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I try, I try to use it. Just a fucking wizard over here, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Yo, shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Call me Harry Potter pizza. Yeah, <laughs> you're a wizard, Harry. Uh, okay, the what, what would you if you could give your advice, like advice to yourself in 2020 now? Yeah. What would it be? Oh man. Um, just keep learning, keep pushing through. Don't give up. I mean, I haven't gave up yet, but no, uh, but it's going to get hard. You know, it's going to get really, really harder. It doesn't get easier. The better you want to get, the more you want to provide, the harder it gets. And it's just, 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 you know, just accept, accept the fucking, accept the pain, accept the pain. It, it, doesn't, it yeah. doesn't go away. <laughs> It hurts more. <laughs> <laughs> I know the bigger, I'm sure the yeah. more success, the like the more pain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Don't get jaded. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's a hard yeah. thing. That's see, that's great advice. Yeah. I think. Don't get jaded. It's, you can get jaded really, really quick. Yeah. So. Well, it, I think personally, like in being in the service industry for as long as I have, like I'm hitting the wall where I feel like you, you do so much, you know, and it yeah. is, it is for other people, but you cook for yourself, yeah. you know, you, 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 your work like this, you're posting for yourself. You're, you create a vibe yourself. And, mm -hmm. and then like when people don't like it, it's kind of like, I, it's no longer like, Oh, how should I adjust? And I'm like at the point where I'm like, well, fuck you. Like yeah. if yeah. you don't like it, like, and I wish I could say that, Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, what do you risk doing that? You know? Exactly. Right. It's like we're at the end of the day, we're hospitality. Right. Yeah. And so we're creating like an experience for people and, and also, like, you want to do it in a way where you can express yourself. Like, this is who I am. This is what I do. Um, I'm not going to be for everybody for sure, you know? Like, yeah. Like, I don't want to be for everybody. Like, but also, like, I don't want to go broke. Yeah. You know? So it's like, how do you find that balance? Yeah. Um, which is, I don't have the answer for that, but like, I'm just trying to, like, figure that myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess... I guess just holding it inside and just, well, you and know, just like, dying a if little you bit. Ask, if you ask my cousin or like even my sisters and like they'll ask, they'll ask me stuff like, and I'll, say, I'll just say it out. Like, well, well, fuck about your fuck. And then, but when it comes to like day of, I'm like, oh yeah, what can I do for you? Like, yeah, I know. It's the same thing. <laughs> what, what can I do for you, sir? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Here, let me coddle you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, I guess that kind of comes with, that comes with being in the service industry. Yeah. yeah. My, I think I was having a really hard time the other day. My, my brother like sent me the clip of uh, of Rick Rubin talking about like the audience is last, yeah. basically. And like, he, you know, we're not out here like recording songs and and painting pictures, but in, in a way, like it's very much art to me. Yeah. I mean, it's an art. It's a craft. Yeah. And I think that that kind of advice where it's like, 
it, it, when you start doing something for other people, that's fucking art. Yeah. That's a <laughs> sick ass shirt. And it's true. I mean, like the minute yeah. you start sac like you start um, sacrificing maybe your beliefs or you start trying to do it like somebody else does it because they're more successful. Yeah. Like you start losing a bit of yourself and, and you start losing a bit of your craft and your yeah. direction. And I think that's when shit can go sideways. Yeah. And, but it's, it's kind of hard not to fall into that, especially if you're kind of doing things your way yeah. or a little different. You know, and, you know, I, and yeah, for me, it's like when I see, when you know, I hear that, like, I'm like, yeah, it's like how I set up my menu. Like, I want to give people a choice of their pizzas that they can pick. <clears throat> I mean, I, the, the part of California I live in is like very meat and potatoes, you know, <clears throat> you want like their standard style pizzas. Like, oh, can I get a combination pizza? I'm like, fuck no. I don't say that, but that's my mind. My fuck, I'm not making combination pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to do that for you. Like, we're going to do these pizzas. We got vodka sauce. We got, you know, meatball. We got, you know, you know burrata. Try burrata. You ever burrata? No. Like, what's burrata? I'm like, is it, you know, is that like, is that whipped cream? Well, that's ricotta. I'm like, no. It's, you know, so people, you know, I want people to have a different experience. Like, hey, there's these other ingredients. You know, in the in the grams uh, scheme of like the pizza world, that, that's those a lot of ingredients that people get to try normally anywhere else. But where I live at, no, nah, we're like, there's a lot of like farm boy, farmer boys, like just, they eat the same thing over and over. I'm like, no, let's try pizza like this. Well, that's elevation. And that's also just like, Risky. you're doing a duty to your community though, too, yeah. because it's like, hey, check out all this stuff maybe you haven't tried. And yeah. I think that that's a great, like, you know, that's like kind of putting, like putting, drawing a line in the sand and being like, I'm not making a combination pizza. I'm not going to yeah. do the fucking shit that everybody wants because that's not exciting to me. Yeah, and I've done it before. Yeah. Right? Everybody else does it. And also, it's probably maybe sometimes an uphill battle when you have to explain what stretchatella is or like, yeah. you know, burrata is. But yeah. then the minute somebody fucking eats burrata for the first time, like, like they're full. I mean, like, it's, 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 it's on everybody's pizza for a reason, reason you know yeah, what I mean? Know. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Like, I love it. Like, you know, like. Like the first time I really had it was like at the industry, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's so good. I'm like, I'm bringing this back home. Like, yeah. um, but you know, even like those candy jalapenos, like I, I, put, I, make, I make that pizza called the Hot Boy. <clears throat> and we we'll add those to either ricotta or stracciatella, Mike's hot honey, some basil, and, and people love it. Yeah, people love it. Like it's like, if I'm gonna do a jalapeno pizza, like let me do something different that that no one can get. Yeah. So I have someone make these for me, and I buy them all. And, you know, when she runs out, she runs out. And once we run out, we don't have it no more for a while. Yeah. So well, people love scarcity. Yes, you they do. Bring, bring the hype. Yeah, bring the hype. So did you, have you done like the New York uh, uh, city pilgrimage, pizza pilgrimage? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've done it. I've done it a couple of times. Um, do you have favorites out there? You know, uh, yeah, there's quite a few that I like. I mean, uh, King Umberto's uh, in Queens, Long Island. That's one of a really good spot. They do like a really awesome, like the OG grandma, the thin and crispy grandma. Uh, uh, Lynn Industry is probably my favorite right now. Um, Scars is dope too. Yeah. That place is a fucking vibe. Yeah, I've only seen pictures of inside. I've never been to Scars, but yeah. like it the just, OG Scars. Uh, yeah, the, not, the, not, the, not the new, new one. one. Yeah, it, the I, new one looks a much different it's kind bigger, of vibe. It's bigger, you know, but the OG Scars, but you know, like I was talking to the guys uh, there, they're like, yeah, like we can't wait to the new spot. Like this. This old spot's cool, but like there's no AC and this oven's old as fuck. And I'm like, 
like it looks like a badass little diner dive bar with the pizza spot in the front. Like it's it's kind of rad, you know. And they're playing hip hop and but so diverse. Yeah, know? it's like it's like well, this is tight. I'm like I want to bring this back to where I live at, but people will probably have a heart attack. <laughs> you think so? Oh yeah, yeah. We're a very conservative town. Shake it, shake, shake it up, shake it up, shake it up, shake, shake it, it. Shake it up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was still gonna do it. But <laughs> well, you, we were talking about like some kind of like the growth trajectory, yeah. and you, you, uh, you, you hired uh, Alistair the Pizza Buddha. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, Big Al, Big Al the Pizza Buddha. What a sick name! I know, right? I'm like, uh, what can I think of that first? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what's the plan there? Uh, you know. I'm not really good at like with the permitting process and like build outs and stuff like that. And like having a like strategy come into like, like getting into like a, a location or what that's going to look like. Um, you know, and I've been, I've been following him for a few years and see what he's doing and you know, like, you know, what he's doing kind of resonates with what I want to do. So, yeah. um, so I just, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to get him on now and just hire him and however long it takes me to get to that, point to get that spot uh you know that's that's what i need to do so like and so when did you start thinking about uh like the brick and mortar situation and it's not can you want to explain like how how you see the space working ideally that it's going to be more like a production facility uh where we're you know producing for catering and possibly like future food trucks but also like selling pizza for pickup and delivery just fast casual um the spot i'm kind of looking right now has a brewery like two buildings down so we can use their space as well but um just kind of like in and out until we you know until we build that up and then find the the real brick and mortar that we want to open up but kind of like just a hybrid of like pickup delivery we're gonna do like you know i want i guess bougie style pizzas and you know if we sell we sell out but you know we're focusing on catering and possibly like a food truck so it's a catering facility that basically doubles up as kind of like a ghost kitchen yeah situation. like a ghost kitchen concept yeah and 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 then later on you would want like a full brick yeah and mortar. yeah just build it up was it always a situation where you're like i want to hire a consultant to like help me out with this um no not at first and then and then once once i realized how fucking tedious it is tedious yeah. and a lot of red tape and dealing with cities and counties yeah. i was like fuck no thank you yeah yeah, I get that. Yeah, fuck this shit. There is a shit ton of bureaucracy when you're yes. opening up a brand new spot. Yes, and also like understanding like what <clears throat> the menu because you got to write the menu and you may, if, if you add something on the menu, oh, you don't have a grease trap. All right, guys, spend thirty thousand for a grease trap now because you have this on the menu now. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, how to get away with like not getting an Ansel system and a hood system yeah. and like the yeah. ins and outs of all of that stuff. I don't know none of that shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely think it is a good investment because yeah. it's like having a shaman on your ayahuasca trip. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that's what it's like going through a full build out. Yeah. You're on ayahuasca. Ask him, like, He's yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, don't go there. Yeah. Because it's black and dark. You yeah. don't want to go there. I'm like, no. <laughs> except, yeah, that's where you end up. Just yeah. it, crying in the corner Pardon. without the shaman. <laughs> With shit all over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Piss, shit, and vomit all over yourself. <laughs> People looking at you like, what happened to that guy? Yeah. Like, wait, he went to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> Should I hire a consultant? <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, well, what's what's the what what kind of pizza places are, are around your area? Would there be a lot of competition or? Um, not really. I mean, the only ones that I, the the only ones like is like Mark from Hello Pies and Tracy. He's about like forty five minute drive. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah, people want convenience. <laughs> convenience that's yeah. as far. So there's as nothing really. Like, what we're competing against is like. Um, like, you know, like conveyor style, fast food style pizza. There's nothing wrong with conveyor belt ovens. Like, you can do some shit with those if you yeah. know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I've considered it. Um, especially for squares. Yeah, especially for squares and pads, you know. They're, they're great. You can do, like, a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but more like, you know, spots like that. Like, kind of like Little Caesars and nothing really good. Yeah. Just more like just your fast pizza. Like, hey, we're going to get a quick, stuff. Yeah, we go get a quick pizza so I can feed the kids and stuff like that style pizza. Yeah. So. So you, the, it would probably be a pretty good move. It, hopefully. Yeah. All yeah, you never hope. know. You never yeah. know, you know. It's like, but if you keep it moving, you stick with catering, you know, and then start slowly introducing the masses to this style of pizza, maybe they'll be in into it you know i mean if it tastes as good as it looks i don't think it'd be an issue you yeah know? and yeah. i i'm sure you're confident in your product i mean like what what justin did uh or jason sorry yeah. what jason did in long beach you know like he and even uh in chad Ch chadwick from two it's yeah. like you know so much of their business was and even probably tommy like yeah their catering at, at lasorda is like catering was still facilitating a huge Ooh, amount right. of money while running a brick and mortar and yeah. like to have both of those incomes working together. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, you're kind of ahead of the game. You've, you've, you, it's like you're opening up a, s a second concept really Yeah. because the amount of money you can pull in, if you're doing two, three events a week and then you have your like your weekly sales from your, your brick and mortar. Yeah. Like that pays for like the overhead labor. I might be able to, if I was doing that, I might be able to afford a 2016 Honda fit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that, you know, you know, I don't want to. You know, I still don't want. I don't want to give up catering. Yeah. You know, it's always going to be part of the business model. Um, but how do you add other parts of the business and get people pizza that can that can't afford catering or don't plan ever catering? Yeah. Because um, I do get hit up every fucking day for pizza. Yeah. Well, like having. Even like he, here, we get hit up sometimes, and it's like it's just too big, and it's like out of the realm, and like we just we can't facilitate the yeah, you know, and it's yeah. kind of dumb because it's literally just like no, you're leaving money on the table. There's a lot of logistics behind catering too, like yeah. how do we pull this off? Yeah, like, like are we gonna, like do we want to use the uni or we want to be like and and the quite the answer is really no, no because yeah. it's like the you can I'm not gonna shit on any like yeah. oven. But I mean, like, t if you're in charge of like this event, yeah. everyone remembers the food, yeah. and it's in it's it's a lot of pressure. I think a hundred percent. You know, like to have that pressure, it's like you better be bringing a, that, a, that, a, a, a especially plus. here in LA. Like LA is super competitive. Like there's so many catering companies out here, so you you might as well you know have the best equipment you can get to, yeah. to make the the best quality food, either if it's a wood fire oven or a, a gas deck oven on a trailer. Like I see, I've seen a couple. Actually, my cousin started his own little pizza thing, and uh, it's called the uh, the Pizza Machine. He's like an old school Chevy van. It looks like a Scooby Doo van. He has a like gas deck oven. He's like do Detroit style pizzas. That's tight. It's actually pretty sick. Like it's pretty sick. I'm like, I'm all. I'm, 
I'm just hoping that, you know, when he stops doing it, I can buy it off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so when you're done playing around, yeah, okay. give it up to the big dog, my dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch your man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's there, there's different ways to go about it. You know what I mean? Just like, how do you pull that off? You know? Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about social media because yeah. you you do TikTok more than most uh, people in the pizza game that I know. You're highly active. I think you have like 45,000 followers, something right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it's still something that like people are like not really fucking with, but I, but I think the, the kids, the kids, the fuck, kids with fuck with it pretty yeah, hard. They do. They fuck with it hard. You see, I'm starting to see more like business and older demographic of people getting on it now. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, yeah, the kids fuck with hard, but you actually the exposure is like, even like, it's like worldwide. Yeah, I mean, like you. I mean, you can see the views on your shit, and like they. I think TikTok does a really good job of getting your content <laughs> like out. Like I feel like in Instagram, sometimes it's just suppressed. Like, yeah, it's, I, I feel like Instagram is more like your local community cut type. Like those ones that are seeing it, which is great. It's good, um, but also yeah, like it suppresses it. Like it's not like getting it out to everybody. Yeah, versus TikTok, it's like oh fuck, let's send this shit out to fucking Russia. Hell yeah. Let's send it out to fucking Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> All my Antarctica fans out there. Like, oh, I got a big bark in Antarctica. I might yeah. as well start a pizza spot up there. <laughs> that would be tight. It would be pretty sick. It'd be cold as fuck. Yeah, it would be, it would be <laughs> chilly up there. Yeah. Uh, do you have a method to your madness? Do you have like, a, do you set up uh, like a posting schedule or like, I'm going to go live at this time? Or is it kind of just like. I, I try to go live when I'm actually like in an event. So mm -hmm. people see what I do. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the reason I started going live in the, the first place is because like I got to a point where I couldn't like record and make content. And I was like, well, fuck, I'm just gonna start going live. And that became a big thing. Everybody like watches my lives and you can see us behind, you can see you can hear us talking shit. And yeah. Like it's the real, real us behind a catering event. Like, so we always go live now. Um so that was the whole reason by going live. It wasn't like, hey, let's go live and make this a thing. I'm like, no, I was like, fuck. Like I need content and I don't have time to do it. So we're actually at an event. Let's fucking just go live. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And then, and then now just, now it's a thing. Like everybody like wants us to go live. They want to hear us. And I mean, it's pretty smart. I mean, cause you don't have to really do anything. So no. set up a fucking camera yeah. and then like, I mean, making pizza is pretty cool. You got the yeah. right angle and yeah. like you can see everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I never thought of it that way. I'm like, oh, I'm just fucking making pizza, whatever. And then, but people were like, oh shit, that's fire. Yeah, is that fire enough? I'm like, yeah. Well, there's something. <laughs> yes, well, there's something super romantic about yeah. like wood fire oven. Yeah, like, you're cooking with the with the elements. Elements, you know? yeah, yeah. Well, like with like a video, like uh, a recent video, like <laughs> you pull you pull out like a fucking beautifully. Uh, leopard charred yeah. like pepperoni, and you it like you you, you raise it up, it catches it's a little flame, flame, and then you kissed. pull it. Yeah, it gets a little kiss from the oven, and then it comes out, <laughs> and it's like, do, are you just do you just see that pie, and you're like, yo, I grab the fucking camera. This is the one because like the, the thing, it looks like movie magic. Yeah, you know, so that like that day when I was making that pizza, it was like it was like last year, like around this time, I was caring for a friend. It was it was cold, so I'm like, you know, like the guy wanted an extra 
crispier pizza. I'm like, yeah, I got you. Say less. So yeah. Like, and the dough is a little, you know, when it's cold, the dough, is, that's when you get a lot of leoparding. So like I'm recording it with one hand and like I pull it out and I kiss the fucking fire. <clears throat> and then, you know, I put out, didn't think nothing of it. It's like, oh, this is a cool video, whatever. It like comes out steaming because it's so cold outside. And, um, you know, and I didn't think nothing like that video was going to be fucking, it's like whatever. I do millions of those types of video shots. And the day I decided to post it, I was like sitting in my, I was laying in bed, like just tired and exhausted. I was like, I just need to post something. Like I haven't posted anything for like a month. So I just like, whatever, just fucking post this thing. But I was like, it's kind of like, what? Uh, like whatever, I'm over it. That fucking thing went 67 million views like that. Yeah. And I went from like 5,000 followers on TikTok to like 45, like within like a couple of days. And it's people are talking shit like, oh, it's burnt, blah, blah. And then, well, let's see the bottom of that. I'm like, what? Well, I, I like to troll back. I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, if you want to see the bottom, at least buy me a fucking drink first. Oh, dude. <laughs> so, you know, and it took off. And then I posted it three times on my Instagram and it's hit like six million plus every single time. It's fucking crazy because it's like it, it there is something about like certain videos and yeah. like when I watched that it's it, I don't know what it is but it, yeah. it hits all like the visual elements yeah. for me and it's like because you try to think like how the fuck did I just do this Yeah exactly right? I don't even know how. You know like why why does this hit so much but like as a human watching it it's like everyone must see what I see too yeah. but it's like it, it was just so visually like first person and then it comes out and just, but it's just bizarre because it, it obviously resonates with so, so many, many people, people because yeah. the sh it just, it goes. Yeah. It's just so funny that like the story is like, you're sitting in bed and you're like, I gotta fucking post something. Yeah. And then it's just like that one thing that just yeah. takes like, the I'm fuck like, off. All the fucking shit I post, this is the one. <laughs> you, did you ever like try to chase that and like recreate it? Um, you know, I, at the beginning I said, oh yeah. But then I'm like, yeah, fuck it. It is what it is. I don't care no more. Like, yeah, I just record what I record and like, that's it. You know, it's like, if, if I get something again, I get something again. So like after a while, I was like, ah, I'm over it. How much time do you, you think you spend a week on social media? <laughs> <laughs> Let me fucking tell you. <laughs> Not sc doom scrolling, but like on your own shit. I don't know. Probably like, probably like, like probably three, four hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of like looking at stuff, see what other people are doing. Um, Do you have a favorite Instagram account? Man, there's a lot. There's a lot. I like, um, I actually like your guys' account. You guys were making funny ass content for a while. Thank you. Like, I was like, I was like, damn, this shit's fucking good. Like, why does anybody fucking follow this yeah, shit? Yeah, like, no one did. Yeah, I was <laughs> None like, of those went viral. Yeah, I was like, what the it fuck? It just took a shitload of my time. Yeah. And, no, uh, but, yeah. but the thing is, like, he's got to keep on creating. Yeah, stuff. I know. And that's the, pro that's the problem. It's, it's like, you got to keep feeding the beast. beast. Yeah, right? Yeah. You want that. You know, um, I can't even say it. Like, there's so many accounts that I follow. Um, you know, Juan G's good. I like his account. Mm -hmm. There's there's a guy right there, right? Like, yeah. his, like, you know, Woodfire gets yeah. millions of views. He does, like, kind of the same thing not necessarily what i do but like you know the like same visual in the oven out you know it's probably just because he's so consistent with yeah that motherfucker shit. posts like two or three times a day yeah cool dude though yeah and there is something with the wood fire oven like it yeah. doesn't like it i don't i can't get the same effect out of coming out of a pizza master no. it's just like you know like the i can i mean 
I, I shouldn't say that because you probably could like if the pizza looked good enough and you did it enough times. Yeah. yeah. But like there is something about like throwing that pizza out, having it sit on the ledge. Yeah. It's fucking smoking. The dome is kind of beautiful. Yeah. It's glowing. Yeah. 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 Where store my wood from my wood fire. Oh shit. This place called the West Side Ministries. Um, it was uh, like a youth group. Back in the day, I used to go to, I'm really good friends with the, the owner. Well, not the owner, but the president or CEO, whatever you want to call her. Um, <clears throat> so they have a huge facility. They, they grow their own vegetables. No, dope. You, like, use, you use some of those vegetables? Yeah, I've used some of those oh, stuff. Yeah. I've done events where like, where we'll do like a like food tasting where the kids will make food. And I'll be like using a lot of stuff on my pizzas and stuff there. I store my wood there. That's a huge place. And they have an outside location farm that's like six acres. And so, like, a lot of the kids are all, like, you know, raising animals and, like, showing them and selling them and raising food. And Damn, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in the hood. Like, it's in the hood. Like, but I also live in the hood still. <laughs> but, um, but you know, like, so all the kids, like, have a place to go to to hang out versus, like. that's And learn something. Learn something, valuable. yeah. Yeah. And, like, they have, like, a, their own kitchen. And I think that's incredible. The I think, especially for kids and and for parents who yeah. have kids, you yeah. are so far away from our plates that yeah. you don't even understand what the like where your food comes from, how it gets there, and yeah. like how important it is. The way that it's grown. I mean, that's a, that sounds like an incredible. Yeah, it's a cool spot. Like I, I, I'll take videos and pictures of it sometimes where I'm there and like and I have the kids there with me and like you know, there's I think there's like a TikTok where it was my first TikTok that the kids made for me because I was making pizza for the kids. Yeah. So that you know, they're picking all the vegetables and stuff and we're putting them on pizza. Um, but it's, it's a cool spot. Like I, I've been going there since I was a kid. Um, so like, you know, I'll do, I'll do a lot of stuff for them and they do a lot of stuff for me. It's like I'll scratch their back, they'll scratch mine. That's nice. That's community love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, so the really cool spot, they also have like a dance studio. So they, they have like services for kids. So they like, Hey, you want to like put your kid in dance? They have like dance music. Like I learned to play saxophone there because they, they paid for my saxophone lessons. You fucking you, Kenny, well, Kenny G breathless no, playing songbird? Not yet. <laughs> I only played for like three years and I was like, I was over it. You still got a saxophone? No, no. Dude, I was like a little saxophone kid. Saxophone makes the ladies I know, bro. Around, I was like, dude. well, it's, it was tight. I was like, I was like, I was trying to be like Bart Simpson, you know? Bart Simpson? Yeah, he only played the saxophone. Yeah, he crushed too. Yeah, the was dope. Yeah. That was my idol. <laughs> Wait, it was, it was Lisa. Was it Lisa? Lisa. 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 Lisa yeah, Lisa. Yeah, yeah, she fucking. She, and then yeah. Kenny G was in The Simpsons too. Kenny G's everywhere. Dude, Have you watched that guy's documentary on HBO? No, I haven't. But I met Kenny G like a while back when I was uh, working and living in Orange County. And he was probably the coolest dude you've ever met. Dude. Yeah, he was cool. He just walked in there with his curly long hair. And he just like walked into the hotel and you're like, this is fucking Kenny G. <laughs> <laughs> he has, I forget what it's called, but he has a documentary on HBO. And that dude fucking still practices like eight hours a day or some shit. Like Dude, he's, 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 he's the Kobe and Michael Jordan of, of the saxophone. 100%. You know, he's like an, like an avid golfer. He's a pilot. Like he's like, he's top tier at everything he does because of how hard he works on everything. Yeah. Like he's a fucking crazy dude. The story oh, wow. about him meeting Kanye and how he got on Kanye's record is crazy too. Wow. I gotta watch you never shit. should have stopped playing saxophone, dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, yeah, I watched this documentary, and then like for the next week, all I listened to was Kenny G in the shop. Shit goes hard. Yeah, it's it's pretty hard. Expo. When did when was your first expo? Two thousand eighteen, I believe. 
18, 19. Did it blow your mind? It blew my fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know what, <clears throat> I didn't know pizza could be that. Like what I was used to making at the restaurant and for catering, um, was not what I saw at Expo. I was like, this is fucking sick. Yeah. Like, what is this thing? What's a Sicilian pizza? Like, what the fuck is that? You know, or what's this like Neapolitan style pizza? Yeah. Did not know that there was all these different styles, but what blew me away was just the culture. Uh, the people, like, it was kind of very like, you know, there's some like punk rock to it a little bit. And I was like, this is fucking rad. And it's like saying, like, it's like rock stars. It's yeah. Like, you know, I was this like, fool, it's at the booth. Like, like oh, let's go over yeah. here. It's like, what's this crowd doing? Well, yeah, over we're here? doing that. They're like, oh, it's fucking this person. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, I'm like, yeah, this is fucking cool. And I had the pizza. I'm like, damn, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. yeah. I've never had pizza like this before. You know, because I, I, I got into pizza like when I moved back up north in 2013, 14. You know, I never came from the, the restaurant world or the pizza world. Yeah. I was just kind of like trying to figure life out and which worked at a restaurant that had a wood fire oven. I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, this is cool. Like, did, have you, did you meet anyone out there? Have you had like any kind of mentorship or like somebody that like help, helped you along in your journey? Uh, in the beginning? Uh, no. Yeah. No, it was more like, it was just more like what I knew. Trial and <laughs> Read, YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like I call it mentoring from afar. Like just oh let me find we'll find out what's on YouTube yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's, that's let me get the this book let me fucking read what's in this book yeah you know? like if you want to keep something a secret put it in the book no one will ever find it that's a hundred percent they'll just put it on a shelf and be like wow this guy knows pizza this guy knows pizza <laughs> he's got a lot of books on <laughs> pizza <laughs> this dude knows fucking pizza <laughs> right so uh, but now like you know like where I'm at now like I have people reaching out and. Now, the community is different. We can like I can run ideas off of other people and yeah. recipes, and you know it's it's a little different now. Yeah, you know now that I got to put myself out there and do it on my own. Yeah, how often do do do, do people slide into the DMs for some? Are they what questions are they asking? You know, I get a lot of people who are starting out, and uh, I have no problem, like you know, I don't know if you call it trade secrets or whatever it is, like just you know just me giving knowledge away for free. Because at the end of the day, it's like, I can give you all, like the basic knowledge. Now it's up to you to fucking execute. If you do it or not, it's not up to me. Yeah. Do I want to succeed? Yeah, 100%. I want to see everybody succeed. But yeah. like your success is my success. <laughs> <laughs> the, the OG, Tony G. Yeah. From his, uh, yeah, yeah. were you there? Were yeah. You at his, uh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, he said that a lot. <laughs> Shout out TG. Have you, you met Tony? I met Tony a bunch yeah. of times. Yeah, yeah. Good dude. He seems like a cool dude. He's never, he's never, he's always treated me good. Um, you know, but he's always cool. Like. He's like that guy's like a rock star. I know it's crazy. Like the this, the fandom of that man. Like yeah. I swear he's like he walks around with bodyguards at Expo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, but anywhere he goes, even in San Francisco, you'll see him like walking around, like going from spot to spot, and like everybody, Tony, what's up, Tony? Blah blah. Like, like he's like he's just like the and he always says hi and talks to everybody. Like like guy has like I don't know how like, this guy has time to do that. You know, like he'll message you and like. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. I've never reached out to him. He always seemed yeah. like this, like, unobtainable superstar in the yeah. industry. You know? if you, I mean, I guarantee if you message him, he'll message you right back. All right. I'll hit him up. Yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. Are you are you friends with a lot of the pizza makers in the Bay Area? 
Um, I know a few of them. Yeah. Like, I know Lars. Lars is cool. Yeah. Lars Smith. Yeah, Lars. Uh, Leah. You know, Leah. Yeah, I, I've actually got to cater for Leah, Laura, um, at a Cordo event. So there are a bunch of other pizza makers from like the East Coast as well, too. Yeah, that's always like, to me, like nerve wracking. Usually I don't like... I was nervous. As yeah, well. like making... I hate, actually hate making pizza for pizza makers because yeah. it's like... W- People already have so many opinions, but then a pizza maker is like, you know, like they have the thing that they do and they like, and then like you're making it for them. And it's like, oh, fuck. It's like, dude, I fuck. This pizza fucking sucks. I can't believe it came out this way. This guy's (laughs) fucking whack. Yeah. This guy's fucking. He's all show. No fucking fucking loser. (laughs) (laughs) And then they eat the pizza like, oh, it was really good. good. She's fucking lying. Yeah. (laughs) You just say that to be nice. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's cool. The... the the expo you have also had like chances to work at booths. How how does that that stuff come up? Uh, you know, I, I got to work with uh, Nino Coluglio at his booth at the Empire booth. Yeah, did year. he? Did Nino ask you to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He reached out to me, and you know, I had to go there and like, get there early, make all the dough, and get stuff ready for him for that booth. And um, <clears throat> you know, that was fun. <laughs> we had to go like drive from spot to spot to throw dough in different spots that had different refrigerators for us. So it was cool. Nino's a you know it's cool doing. The fucker's a character too. Yes, he is. Yes, yeah. and his I, his wife Shaylin is amazing. She's the best. She's I'll, incredible. Yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. Uh, you're competing this year. Yeah. For the first time. Second. Second time. time. Second time. Yeah. You didn't compete last year. No, nah, last year I was just kind of just like a little burnt out and just kind of want to just chill and just work out a couple booths. You were a little too hungover from Mike's hot honey. Uh, Mike's party. hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had a little too many hot honey margaritas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out Matt Lyons for creating that. That dude. shit was fire. Yeah. Uh, and you're doing traditional, uh, traditionally, you do for, for people thinking about competing, like, why do you personally want to compete? Um, you know, for me, it's like, you know, like just kind of see where I'm at and, um, like as a pizza maker, like see where I've evolved from like my first competition. And yeah. And if I win, I win. It's good for social media and it's good for probably like, you know, getting the brand out there as well too. But, you know, like, uh, just to, it's also big, like, net, networking, right? You get to meet other pizza makers you're yeah. competing. So I'm really big into, like, networking and just meeting other people, see what they're doing, and, you know, we all can learn from each other. So it's always constantly always wanted to keep on learning. That was, I think, really well said. I think some people think of, like, competing being, like, uh, this thing that's really stressful, and it, it yeah. is, yeah, and it, it is, can yeah. be. But, I mean, like, you are, you do get to, you you have to pay a hundred or 150 the bucks, bucks yeah. but like you're back there. Everyone's back there. Yeah. And if you've been to expo like three times, yeah. you really should just compete Be- because you're seeing the same things over yeah. and over again. And you get to meet, chat with these people, cool. see, see what they're, they're doing. Yeah. And then the, those relationships are worth more than 150 bucks. hundred so easily. Easily. They're, easily. Worth, they're worth, you know, they're priceless. And everyone's so like everyone says this, but everyone's just so helpful. Yeah. Oh, you need some basil. Oh, I got you. like yeah, you got you need some corto olive oil. It'll make you a billionaire. <laughs> I, I drift right there. I, but uh, but yeah, okay. So I got a couple last few uh, yeah. couple questions. The uh, was was there a failure or struggle in your pizza career, or like just in your life that like kind of helped shape? maybe your motivation or, or your process or, or how you're, you're, you're living life today? Um, learn to delegate, like learn that you can't do this all by yourself and learn that you need to, like, even like my past businesses that I've worked in and owned, um, like learn to have trust 
and people. And that's the hardest thing because people will always screw you over. But learn that, you know, like you can't do everything and then that you need people to do certain jobs so you can build and grow the business. That's great advice. Yeah. That's like the, that's the hardest one. Yeah. Well, because you want to do everything yourself. yourself and you can't. And yeah. That's going to destroy you. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. All right. Now the most important question. Let's do this. Who is the greatest artist or band of all time? Man. I mean, it's, that's, that's a hard question because there's so many great artists of all time. But I'm going to go with David Bowie. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Go with David. And, you know, but he's up there with Prince, too. So it's like, ugh. That would have been a hell of a tour. Yeah. Bowie and Prince. Oh, man. Well, Bowie's great. Yeah. And then I, there's MF Doom. I love MF Doom. I was listening. You know, it's like, it's, but I have to go with Bowie because I named, I named my dog after David Bowie. Uh, his name's Bowie after he passed away. So classic. Yeah. Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy Stardust. That guy was, he was out there. You know, he was a character, right? Like, yeah. He's like, he, like, that's life imitating art. Yeah. Like, he lived art, he made art, and he made, you know, everything he did was just like art. I love an artist too who continues to change throughout yeah. their career and exactly. doesn't get stuck in one thing. I think that, like, that's a huge creative process too, and just like a, just life in general. Yeah. Like, it's really easy to just stay in the same lane because it's comfortable. Yeah. And I mean, you see that with most artists that, that, you know, live the, the test of time I is bet. that they, they change. Evolving. Yeah. And they're always evolving. And, and just, that was a, he's a great example of that. Exactly. Yeah. Up to the days he passed away. Yeah. All right, dude, Ryan, where do we go to get in contact with you, to bug you, to get your recipes, to um, steal your trailer? <laughs> <laughs> What's your address? Uh, you know, I live in Toronto, California. <laughs> um, you know, social media is the, the big avenue to, to get a hold of me. Uh, we do have a, a booking link on our on our platform on all our social media platforms. Our website's down right now because we're just rebuilding our website, but it'd be sanctuary-pizza.com. But social media is like the easiest way to contact me because I'm always answering all the the DMs and you know looking at all the responses on our inquiries and stuff like that too. So that's the best way to, you know, to get a hold of me. All right, well, we'll go bug you for Tom Cordoposi's number. There we go. I, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude, thanks for, so much for doing this, dude. All right, man, I appreciate you. Thank All you right. For